This past week, I was in Palm Springs for an event produced by the Independent Lodging Congress, and I wanted to record a special solo episode to summarize some of the top takeaways I had for you. Stay tuned to hear what stood out to me from some of the top leaders in independent hospitality, as well as some takeaways from the location, the host hotel, the event itself that will inspire you in your hospitality business. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. So my first takeaway from last week was that events don't need to be boring. Now, that should go without saying, but I go to so many industry conferences where they all look and act the same, and they're honestly all forgettable, and they don't really tap into the power of what an event can be. Last week's event was not that. I've been to events from ILC, Andrew Benioff, Meg Gutowski, and the team at the Indie Lodging Congress in my opinion, are the best in the business at producing events. And to give you a couple specific examples on things that stood out to me on how they did this, one was just in the design and the furnishings and how they set up the room. Um, The event was hosted in a beautiful open space at the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. They configured the room so it was easy to just relax. There was beanbag chairs in the front of the room. You had presidents of some of the most important companies in hospitality just sitting out on these beanbag chairs and Ace Hotel CEO Brad Wilson was wearing a safari hat. Um, it was just a very fun, relaxed environment. And that showed up in the even the fashion of the people attending. There was a contest for people wearing the, the most fun sneakers there. And so I, I felt like the whole event was oriented around fun and connection and people could kind of leave the buttoned up corporate side of them at home and connect with each other. And I found that led to more open conversations. And honestly, it was just, it was the event that I think a lot of event producers tried to produce, but what actually took place was really a testament to what Andrew and his team have built at ILC over the years where there's this culture where people can show up and connect with each other, but everything from the programming to the design is conducive for that. So events don't need to be boring. ILC is living proof of that. The other thing that stood out to me was was the host hotel. So it was my first time visiting the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. It was a property that was originally built as a Howard Johnson in 1965, but I found it to be really thoughtfully restored and redeveloped to preserve the very iconic design and vibes of that era. And this was really true throughout the property, including on the restaurant, which used to be an old Denny's restaurant. They preserved everything about that kind of classic American, Western American diner vibe, um, all the way down to the booths and the lighting. And so everything felt like a blast from the past, but the menu was updated with vegan options and other things that I appreciated. And and so it was a lot of fun. I'm really convinced now after visiting this hotel that restoring old properties with history is essential to providing hospitality with soul. I feel every hospitality provider wants to have those kind of vibes. A lot of hospitality developers 
look to do that by creating a new property and it is insanely hard to do that. I think there's a big opportunity in more of this restoration of old properties that Ace Hotel did so well in Palm Springs. Okay, so that said, onto a couple of things from the conference itself that really stood out to me. First is have an, a signature experience. Matt Maring at Outbound Hotels said Ian Schrager had his lobbies. We have our fire pits at Outbound. And I love that. You know, create a, a really a th- signature thing and build rituals for your guests around that. I'm curious, you know, what, what could that look like for you? Second was give ownership to your leaders. So uh, again, Matt at Outbound Hotels is talked a little bit about how they're giving their general managers ownership they talk about that innkeeper mentality and and part of how you actually do that is having some kind of financial mechanism where you don't just expect your team to think like owners but they actually have skin in the game as an owner would and as well as the financial outs- upside for that so give ownership to your team or or ownership like instruments that uh, allow people to really operate from an innkeeper mentality the third point that stood out to me was uh, Mike Diode at uh, LodgeWorks. He talked about designing for staff, right? And of course, a lot of hotel development goes into devi- designing for guests. That is really important, but design for staff as well. And he gave the example of putting a shower wand in the shower. If you've ever tried to clean a shower without a wand, you know how difficult it is. You're trying to fill up a cup or something like that to wipe the cleaner off the walls put a wand in there super quick, um, super straightforward. So I love this notion of moving beyond lip service of just saying that you care for your staff by actually designing and developing properties with them in mind. Mike also talked a little bit about the need for investors and capital partners to have some repeatability in your concept. Now, that doesn't mean everything needs to be exactly the same, but there does need to be some sort of connecting thread through the properties. It's great to create a one-off project, but if you hope to expand, there needs to be a way that you can take the concept that you've created and then have at least an element of that in other properties and other locations that you open in open into. The next point is around a great hotel makes everything around it a lot more valuable. Robin Kennedy at Montage talked about working with Brookfield to build the Pendry Manhattan West which ended up making the retail spaces in that development a lot more valuable. It creates a halo effect, she found. It's interesting to zoom out a little bit and think about the impact on a community, on a bigger development. You can create a lot of value in the community by running, creating and running a great hospitality business. The next one is that programming is everything in lifestyle hospitality. David Gutstadt uh, helped build Equinox Hotel and now runs Good City Studio, which helps uh, developers build membership clubs. And he said it's all about the programming that you curate for your guests. He said, members will tell you what they want from how they behave. I've seen this over and over again from guests on the show where they talk about guest experience design. And it really is all about programming. The thing, the events, the offerings that you plan to offer from your property takes really being dialed into what your guest, what the community wants, being creative, a lot of partnerships. I've talked about this with my guests quite a bit on the show and go back and search through our podcast website if you want to uh, hear some of those episodes, but it really is all about programming if you want to have a great guest experience. So Look forward. Look for more of uh, episodes on that in in the weeks and months ahead. 
a big part of programming, of course, is having the right people. And Peter Mack from Collective Retreats talked about this. He said, hire what he called lightning rods, right? So people who are catalysts for creating community, for creating magic in your hospitality business. At the end of the day, hospitality is a people business, of course. It goes without saying that. But to do that, you need to hire these lightning rods, uh, using Peter's uh, phrase there. I, I love that. Something to keep in mind. And then the the final big takeaway that I had it was really all around wellness and sleep specifically. So there's actually a whole session on this at the conference, which I found fascinating. I'm hearing more and more conversations from hoteliers, from people in in and around hospitality, around the power of sleep. J.D. Valila had an incredible presentation on this. Um, he talked about sl- one of the key things that goes into sleep is both for ourselves and for our guests, changing the notion of sleep being the end of the day from it being the start of the next day. So I'm say- thinking a lot about this personally. I'm thinking about it in the context of hospitality. If you haven't done so already, go back and listen to my conversation with Chris Norton of Equinox Hotels last week. We did a deep dive on this, but it also, it came up in a lot of conversations with other attendees at the conference, but it was also something that Alex Walterspiel uh, from Sensei touched on, where there's this notion of, there's a lot of, especially luxury travelers today that see themselves as almost like Formula One drivers at a pit stop, right? And I think Skift has talked about this as well, but really, really high performance people looking at their hospitality experience as a way to recharge. And so the opportunity in hospitality here is to one, be aware of that, but two, create offerings that support people in recharging. And so uh, Sensei does an incredible job having a very thoughtful, very concierge-like approach to guiding their guests on a recovery recharge recharging journey that I hope to talk more about on this podcast. But in general wellness, of course, it seems like it, it gets more momentum every year, but sleep specifically is one area that seems like a, a big opportunity for all hospitality providers. Great hospitality providers know that every touchpoint matters a lot, so they spend a lot of time making sure that each interaction better serves their guests and makes life easier for their teams. If you'd like to operate this way, I suggest you check out Sojourn. They've built a reputation as the market leader in helping hotels and resorts earn direct bookings through digital advertising over the years. And more recently, they've expanded into offering a complete suite of guest experience solutions, including an AI smart concierge, reputation manager, and guest marketing suite. I've been working with Sojourn for years now, and everything from the way their technology is built to the talented experts they have on staff makes it no surprise that when I talk with people about technology, Sojourn comes up again and again. Hospitality providers love them. If you'd like to learn more about how Sojourn can help you better engage your guests and drive more profitable direct bookings, visit Sojourn.com. That's S-O-J-E-R-N.com. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. 
Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes from some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 